Hello, word nerds. Welcome to this episode of The Dictionary. This is the only podcast where some idiot reads the dictionary, and that idiot is me because I like to be idiotic. Uh, you know, it's fun. You gotta, you gotta loosen up. You gotta have fun uh, and be silly and not take yourself too seriously. Um, let's see. I made a note to myself to plug something that I have uh, a, a YouTube channel, um, and I guess there's not really that much of a reason to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'll put a link to my YouTube channel in the episode description. Um, I guess this is very self-indulgent and, you know, wanting people to look at what I'm doing. You know, there's definitely that part of my brain, um, that part of my brain that wants people to see those things and and is doing this podcast for some weird reason. Um, I guess we all have it to some degree. I don't totally like it, but I do know and I recognize that there is part of me that is like that. Anyway, it's a YouTube channel. Uh, there's a bunch of weird, random stuff on there. Um, maybe you'll find something you like. If you go all the way to the beginning, my very first uploads, those are some old videos and animations I did in my, well, I guess they would be late teens, early 20s, uh, mostly early 20s. Um, no, late teens too, yeah. Um, some old stuff that I did, so that was from over 20 years ago, or around 20 years ago. And, um, you know, and then since then, just some weird random stuff in the meantime. Um, and I've also been starting to post uh, old family videos. So you will see me as a four, five, six-year-old kid. Um, I think my sister is in a few of them. There are a lot that I have to get through, and I have to ask people for their permission for me to put them up there. Uh, but yeah, if you want to go see some weird videos, go check that out. I'll put a link. All right, first word for this episode is Axminster. Axminster. It is all one word. Um, it is a. It is spelled capital A X M I N S T E R. It's like axe monster. I want to see an axe monster. Can you draw me a picture of an axe monster and send it to me, and I'll post it. Uh, that would be cool. But this is Axminster. It is a noun from 1844. A machine woven carpet with pile tufts inserted mechanically in a variety of textures and patterns. Well, I definitely have to look up a picture of that. Uh, and this is from Axminster, which is a town in England. Le, 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 le. Let's go on to our next word. Sometimes my mouth and my brain don't talk to each other. Uh, this one is axolotl. A-X-O-L-O-T-L. So I think this is an animal. There's also a song. um, I don't remember who it's by, uh, but it was used in the third season of Twin Peaks, which aired about two and a half years ago. And um, on the soundtrack, well, it was in the show, but it's on the soundtrack as well. There's a song called Axolotl. And the band may have been... um, David Lynch's son's band. I don't remember which son. It may have been that band. I could have that wrong. Um, but maybe I'll put a clip in here if I decide to. I'm glowing bright obsidian. Um, okay, so uh, I said what it was, how it's spelled. It is a noun from circa 1768. Any of several salamanders, 
um, of mountain lakes of Mexico and the western U.S. that ordinarily live and breed in the larval form without metamorphosine. Metamorphosine. I definitely got to post a picture of this guy. Uh, Let's see. There's a couple of genus names, three of them. Uh, Let's see. Ambistoma, that's the genus name, and then um, especially Ambistoma mexicanum and Ambistoma uh, tigrinum or tigrinum. Uh, Yeah, so that is an axolotl. It is a Nahuatl word, um, spelled the same way, maybe with some accents on the vowels. And we recently had another Nahuatl word too, didn't we? I don't know what it was. I can't remember. We are going to move on to axon, A-X-O-N. Uh, it is. It could also be with an E at the end. Axone. It is a noun from circa 1899, a usually long and single nerve cell process that usually conducts impulses away from the cell body. And it says, see the neuron illustration. Axonal is an adjective. Now we have axoneme, A-X-O-N-E-M-E. It is a noun from 1901. The fibrillar bundle of a flagellum or cilium that usually consists of nine pairs of microtubules arranged in a ring around a single central pair. The first part of that sounded like I was just making up some gibberish. Uh, Fibrillar, F-I-B-R-I-L-L-A-R. Flagellum, F-L-A-G-E-L-L-U-M. And cilium. Yeah, I'm not even going to make that joke because it's stupid. C-I-L-I-U-M. Axonemal is an adjective. This is from the Greek axon, which means axis, plus nema, which means thread. Uh, from nin, N-E-N, which means to spin, and there is more at the word needle. Now we have axonometric. Axonometric. It is an adjective from 1908, being or prepared by the projection of objects on the drawing surface so that they appear inclined with three sides showing and with uh, horizontal and vertical distances drawn to scale, but diagonal and curved lines distorted, as in an axonometric drawing. I want to see a picture of this to help me understand this a little bit better. Uh, Let's see. Being or prepared by the projection of objects on the drawing surface so that they appear inclined with three sides showing. Um, So would this basically mean that this is um, you're seeing something in perspective? So in art, old art didn't quite understand the idea of perspective and how to create perspective in art. Um, And so everything looks sort of very flat and, uh, you know, it didn't really feel right until they figured out perspective, which may have been in the Renaissance. I can't remember exactly. And they figured out, you know, there's a vanishing point or maybe there's two vanishing points or maybe there's three vanishing points. And they were able to make um, art look much more realistic. Um, I don't know why, but I just always really like drawing things with that method in perspective. Um, it, it was, I don't know, something about it just was cool. So maybe this is that. I'm not sure. We are going to move on to axoplasm, A-X-O-P-L-A-S-M. It is a noun from 1900, the protoplasm of an axon, and axoplasmic is an adjective. Next we have I. That's that's how you pronounce it, I, spelled A-Y. 
and you can tell by the spelling of this word, we are very close to the end of the A's. I keep on saying that, but it's true. It is an interjection from the 14th century, usually used with following the word me to express sorrow or regret. I, me. Uh, this says this is Middle French. Um, I, me, all one word, A-Y-M-I, which means I, me. Seems very, uh, or, or could be Spanish too, uh, but maybe they say that in uh, French as well. I. Uh, now we have aya, a y a h, uh, or I guess it would be more pronounced aya, or aya, or something like that. It is a noun from 1779, a nurse or maid native to India. This is uh, from the Hindi and Urdu word aya, a y a. Uh, from uh, Portuguese, aia, A-I-A, from the Latin avia, which means grandmother. Uh, so that's aia. Next, we have ayahuasca, A-Y-A-H-U-A-S-C-A. This is a word I've been hearing a lot more in the last five years or so. Um, it is a noun from 1949, a hallucinogenic beverage prepared from the bark of a South American woody vine, uh, and then it gives a scientific name, Banisterop- uh, Banisteriopsis copy, two separate words, and that is uh, from the family Malpighiaceae. What? M A L P I G H I A C E A I. C E A E. Malpighiacai, something like that. Uh, this is an American Spanish word. Uh, so yeah, I've heard that people are are uh, taking ayahuasca as a form of therapy because it sort of purges the body and the brain and people start dealing with things that they have... Um, uh, there's sort of hallucinations and a lot of stuff going on in the brain, and they 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 deal with things from their past. Um, it sounds like it's very helpful. Um, I don't think it's technically legal in America, but most people will go to uh, one of the South American uh, or Central American countries. It does say South American, but I have heard that people are starting to do this in um, the U.S. as well, which I didn't realize. Uh, so that's ayahuasca. Next, we have Ayatollah, A-Y-A-T-O-L-L-A-H, Ayatollah. Uh, This is a noun from 1950, a religious leader among Shiite Muslims, and it is used as a title of respect, especially for one who is not an imam, I-M-A-M. That's how you spell imam. This is Persian, Ayatollah, spelled A-Y-A-T-O-L-L-A-H. I guess that's the same. Yep. Uh, which literally means sign of God. And that is from the Arabic Ayatollah, which is from Ayah, which means sign or miracle, and Allah, which means God. Uh, fascinating. I didn't, I didn't know that. I had heard the, the word Ayatollah. Um, I guess I think... I, guess, I think I thought that it was just somebody's name, first or last name, but I didn't realize that it was a title of respect. Um, you know, maybe there are people who are named Ayatollah, um, but now I know it means uh, sign or miracle and God. So would that be like uh, uh, sign of God, something like that? Anyway, that was, uh, I learned something. That one actually might stick in my brain. Next we have 
I, or no, actually, this would be A, pronounced A. It is spelled A-Y-E, or just A-Y. It is the first form of three. Uh, This one is an adverb, so don't forget that. Uh, From the 13th century, we have these synonyms always, continually, or ever, E-V-E-R, as in love that will A, endure. Uh, Yeah, this is definitely something that we don't really say anymore. Uh, That is a quote from W.S. Gilbert. You know what? Maybe I should start this. uh, I should maybe look up where these quotes are from and uh, give you that information in the episode description. Um, uh, Because you might want to know. You might want to go look it up. It could be from a book. It could be from a poem. I don't know. Um, All right. This is Middle English from Old Norse uh, A or I spelled E-I. It is akin to the Old English A, which means always, uh, from Latin avum, which means age or lifetime, from Greek aeon, which means age. Uh, And again, the definition just has these synonyms always, continually, or ever. Next, we have the second form of A, uh, but actually, in this case, it is pronounced I, uh, also spelled A-Y-E or A-Y. It is an adverb from 1576. Synonym is the word yes, Y-E-S. And we have an example, which is I-I, sir. Of course, you would hear that on a boat or a plane or whatever. Somebody, somebody, there's some uh, captain and he tells somebody to do something and they say, I-I, sir. This is perhaps from the Middle English uh, yay or yeah, probably yay, uh, spelled a couple ways, Y-E or Y-I-E. And there's more at the word yeah spelled Y-E-A. I always spell my Yaz Y-E-A-H, but you might be different. Now we have the third form of I. This one is pronounced I, spelled the same way, uh, noun from 1589, an affirmative vote or voter, as in the eyes have it. So similar to the previous one where it basically means yes, but in this case, it's talking about the people who have voted or who have said yes, in the, very specifically in terms of voting. Uh, you've probably all heard that, right? Right. Um, all right, I think we're going to do one more for this episode. It is I-I-A-Y-E hyphen A-Y-E. It is a noun from circa 1781, a small primitive nocturnal forest-dwelling primate of northern Madagascar that has a round head, large eyes and ears, and long, thin fingers. Scientific name is Daubentonia madagascarensis. And I obviously have to post a picture of this cute little fella or female fella. I don't know what the gender will be. Uh, This is French from the Malagasy word A-I-A-Y. Um, I, that was funny. Um, I have seen many pictures and videos of, uh, these little guys. Um, why, why am I blinking? Oh, I guess actually this is not the animal that I was thinking of, but, uh, on Madagascar, there are a lot of little primates and I can, I'm blanking on the, their name, but there's a whole, there's a whole bunch of different species of this one kind. Um, And I don't think that this is one of those. But anyway, we're going to find a picture and we're going to post it. That is the end of the episode until I pick a word. Um, There are actually a few that I uh, really kind of like, but I'm going to pick Ayatollah because I 
I learned something. I think that that's fascinating. I didn't realize it wasn't a name. It's a title of respect. And um, given our political situation right now, I mentioned this a few episodes ago, uh, I'm, I'm really hoping that people are smart and don't do dumb things and are respectful and um, can just sort of come together. And uh, I don't know. I don't even know where, where I'm going with this, but you get what I'm saying. Um, all right. That is the end of the episode. Uh, thank you to listening for what? Thank you for listening to this insane podcast. Goodbye.